0: Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 203. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hey, uh, uh, the reason why I'm laughing
1: is because when we went into the intro, I felt my face being so stupid, like, so, like, cheesy that it made me laugh, so. What's up, everybody? (laughs) I
0: I literally had my mouth open. I was like, I know the people in the podcast can't see my face of disgust, but just imagine it, because... (laughs) Every time. Every time. I, every time. I don't understand. I, I understand your weird face. That's yeah. not what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, I. what's real talk opportunity to talk <laughs> about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between? Somewhere in the description of this video or podcast, you'll see a link. You can copy and paste it, an address. I guess it's only, is it only a link if it's active? Okay, so an address or a link. www.theremnant.life slash real talk. The real oh and that, of course, mind. is R-E-A-L. Click it, go down the bottom of the page, and you, there's a button that says submit a question, and you can submit a question about God, life, the Bible. Um, if maybe you don't have someone to talk about those kinds of things with, maybe you're a Christian that has sort of a sensitive topic that you you want answered, but you don't feel comfortable asking someone in person, that's what this show's about, to that's give right. you that platform, to give you that opportunity so that you can get the answers you need. We don't promise that we're always 100% going to get things right, but I can tell you pretty confidently that we, t- I'm 100% confident we take it serious. And if we're not confident, we'll tell you that too. And uh, hopefully, good, if nothing else, it'll drive you to find uh, to the Bible, um, to learn more yourself. So that's right. That's the gist of it. We have answered well over 2,000 questions that's right. over the years. And um, yeah, we're going to continue to do some more today.
1: That's right, man. We got, we're almost, I think if, if, if we were to get caught up on this episode, we would be completely caught up in general. It's
0: going to be tough to do. Oh yeah, there's the, one uh, still. Giving the stuff, but one thing I want to do too is just give a shout out to the real ones. Real, real ones. ones are our fan. I want to say fan ministry supporters or fan club, depending on what how you want to look at it. That's uh, right. We do appreciate you guys so much. God bless mm-hmm. you. Thank you for all your support because you know, per usual, this show can't. I mean, it does. I, I know, despite the train wreck that it may appear at times, <laughs> it does take resources. It does take. Resources. <clears throat> so uh, right. it helps us to know that you guys are still invested. Mm. And that's it. Nice cool. man. Um, so <clears throat> you're such a professional. You know what, man? We've done this a lot of years, and I would hope that I'm somewhat more professional than I used to be.
1: We are, because I, I actually I took uh Mandy, I know Mandy listens a lot, I took her advice, and I watched episode four because she specifically said four the yeah. other day. And so I watched it. and I'm like, yeah, we, we actually are way more professional now, than we used to be. We, we are less are more, joyful, there you go. <laughs> more professional, less happy. So you pick Moral it's one story, or the other. The more professional you want to be, the more sad you and are. the more miserable so you are. stop.
0: Yeah, I'm just <laughs> some truth to that. <laughs> anyway, uh, less pressure, I suppose. I'm supposed yeah. to ask you, oh, by the way, behind the control centers, the man, the myth, man the legend the myth. himself, Fun Turn Clint. Fun Turn, hello. Fun Clint. Also,
2: also I, I have, a, uh, I have the difference between a link and an address. Okay, now. thank you. Please give it to us. Yeah, you broke my so mind earlier, from, from what... I can look up because I looked at like twenty That's different free. definitions because sure. they also describe an address as a URL. Mm-hmm. Um, a link shows you to the address, so a link takes you to the address. So the oh. address. So a link,
0: the, even if it's not like you can't, because I'm pretty sure if through through Spotify, you can't click it and it'll take you there. You've got to copy paste it. I think it will. Okay. I think
1: because like you'll. I think you should be able to click the show notes and then
0: it'll. If, oh, if you show put, notes. If, okay. If you, I mean, in the description, it's the same now. Wait, so you have our show? We have show notes on there. It's just a description you send me. Okay, that's not show notes.
1: So. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, most that's completely, <laughs> completely different
0: words. So uh, anyway, <laughs> that's
1: good. They uh, transistor got rid of the description section, mm-hmm. so it's just one nice. description slash. Got gotcha, you, transistor. That's right. Anyway. So we are. Yeah, so we
0: technically have show notes. <laughs> no. Anyway, I am uh, glad to see you guys. Couple things. Let's just get out of the way for those watching the video. Yeah. For those not, yeah, you're probably lucky, but. I'm gonna tell you a couple things Yes It's true Your eyes are not deceiving you My beard is gone And it has been replaced By What I believe Is probably And you guys can help me here, Either the 5 o'clock shadow Or Just scruff
1: Hmm I'm trying to actually Hmm
0: I don't know what Okay Clint Clint is googling (laughs) As we speak
1: I I feel like I wouldn't call it a five o'clock shadow because I feel like it's still just a little too long to be considered a five o'clock shadow. You think this is too long for that? I think that's. No, I I was thinking the other way around.
0: I was thinking a five o'clock shadow might be thicker. I'm gonna call it like a a green. A what? A green like golf. That's disgusting. That's (laughs) 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 Um. Unrelated. I'm gonna tell you this, and the reason I bring it up is this has been a topic of discussion with people. First of all, as you, as you recall, I haven't clean-shaven in years. And I want to let everybody know exactly this is not clean-shaven. Why? Oh, you're scarred. Yeah, because of production guy Blake. That's who's right. He was a monster, a literal monster, both in looks. I'm just kidding. He, uh, he told me, and Most I'll never did. forget this. And this was when I was younger, <laughs> significantly younger. And he goes, he looked at me with such a strange look. And he goes, you look both younger and older at the same time. He was horrified. <laughs> um, now, a lot of people like the beard. I personally the maintenance for that unless you intend to not maintain it yep. maintain it that's the word not maintenance that's not a word <laughs> you anyway just, You just created a new word what'd you find out my friend
2: well well f- according to Wikipedia because mm-hmm. that's well I mean where that's would, you gotta yeah, trust that's that trustable just uh, <laughs> send the designers. St- Stubble This is um, called
0: Designer Stubble
2: That's what they said On Wikipedia So it, it's a stubble uh, I also found out That mine's called A balbo. Is what my facial hair Is typically at is Yours a is called The Balboa Yeah yeah Nice that Van makes Dyke sense. has a lot of It's music. not
0: Rocky though I'm gonna tell you right now It's no. probably The Italian Explorer hmm.
2: Yeah Yeah that's what They're based on They said Van Dyke uh, I read books
0: man
2: It's <laughs> the extended version Of the Van Dyke with wraps Italian around the explored. mouth And the mustache And it has like The patch and it goes up I read a lot like, of books oh.
0: Okay cool So so this is disgusting. It makes me feel slightly feminine, but the designer stubble. So I'm just gonna go with stubble. You could go with the front nine green. I'm not going with that. Anyway, (laughs) let us know in the comments below if you're watching the video. We'll take a vote. Don't be mean though. Don't be don't be production guy, Blake. Don't be anyway. The other thing that I have to acknowledge, Mm -hmm. and I I joked about it, but it's important. If the show seems choppy times, and and to be fair, AJ does a great job when he typically edits this. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you guys will I feel like you can't always tell. When we have to cut. I did my running this morning. Yep. And in doing so, and then I went from one thing to another, so the liquid that I consumed to make (laughs) up for it, um, I took a little too close to the show. So, get what I'm (laughs) saying. I may have to use the bathroom. So, I can only, I warn you all that now. Yep. Why did I tell you that? Because TMI is my middle name. Too much information. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> All right, man. So, you want to catch people up in your lives? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Now, I was told this, and I do agree with this. Okay. I agree with this. It's, you're a very literal person at times, and I'm going to explain why. Okay. You used to ha- not have a single clue what to talk about uh-huh. when you came on the show, right? And, yeah. and you decided, no, I'm going to quit doing that. And so then you made notes, which yeah. is good. But what you've done is you just read them off really fast, <laughs> like a grocery list. So what I'm suggesting you do is use them as talking points, right? Versus, don't say that you, okay, but here's the thing. That's what you do every week. Don't show me the notes. Like, don't show me the notes as though that proves you do it. Because that doesn't prove it. I bet passed out. Yeah, I know. Like, Sorry. And the fact is, you do this every week and still read really it like a grocery list. So, all right. you know, just loosen up, relax, let yourself be you. Okay? okay. There you go. Yeah. All right. Get Feel those, good. Yeah. All right. All right,
1: first thing I want to touch on about my life, mm-hmm. I want to talk about your sermon Sunday. Um, if you haven't listened to it, um, its I don't think it's available on our podcast version mm-hmm. yet, but it will be midweek, but you can go on Facebook or YouTube to watch it. Um, it's called uh, Lions and Lambs. It's from uh, Todd's latest series. There you go. Um, it's called, called Courage, Dear Heart. Yeah. Um, super good. Um the reason okay. why I wanted to bring it up is because it kind of—I rem- was able to relate to the story of Elijah that you went into. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when he when you talk about he, you know, goes to the, um, oh, what are the people called? Those
0: prophets of Baal? Yes, people? the prophets of Baal. Yeah,
1: and they, um, you know, he gets, you know, he challenges them to, you know, essentially like who's God's more powerful, and and Elijah's boldness and even having them dump water all over this, <laughs> all over this, uh, awesome. Oh, gosh, man, words are not coming to me today. Um, Not a pedestal, but a.
0: Kind of like an altar Yes. Like he's making a, a, yeah, an area to like, they're trying to, Elijah essentially challenges them to say, okay, your God and my God, we'll see who will start a fire here in this place. We'll put hay down or whatever, right? Whatever they did. And we'll call down our God to see which one answers. Yes. And that's the more, quote, powerful God.
1: Yes. And so, you know, he even challenges them to dump water all over his altar
0: after they failed to get.
1: There's yeah, lit <laughs> that's right, and then you know he you know God calls down the fire, and it's just so cool, but one thing I never noticed about the story was <clears throat> soon after which this this opened my eyes a lot soon after that happened, um they went to like go after Elijah, the people did, mm-hmm. and he was terrified, and he ran away and hid. Mm-hmm. I never knew that, mm-hmm. I never knew that about a story, and so I felt it i I guess that related to me a lot because I thought about the moments in my life in my walk especially where, you know, I've had moments of being bold in my faith. But then soon after, like I would hide. I would or even now, you know, like I can take the experiences and things that I've managed to do with by putting my faith in God. And yet I have decided to hide after and so I was like, man, that, that really struck me, because I never knew that about Elijah. I thought, what a, what a bold guy, just calling down the fire, <laughs> and boom, there it was. Which
0: it was. I mean, Which, mean that was yeah, bold.
1: Super bold, and like... It, but he was still human after exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. It made it much more real to me when I learned that, and so um, I just felt like, man, I, Elijah was a lot more relatable to me after that, and so... Um, that really struck me. So it was a great sermon, man. And, like, I thought they, the whole idea was super, super cool. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you go listen to it. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that that's the first part. I just wanted to encourage you, man. Like, such a great sermon. Thank I you loved dude. it. Um, <clears throat> second thing, um, there's a song by my favorite band. They're called Under Oath. Um Used to, I don't even like, I don't even know how to tell, say it anymore. They were kind of Christian band back they in the day. They claim to be. They claim to be. They're not. They, yeah. You
0: know, and I listened to two of their interviews he had me, and they just straight up deny God at all.
1: Yeah. It makes me sad. I actually I even have a tattoo of them on me, which sucks, kind of.
0: Okay. <laughs> but, but, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So, but they had a song back when they were, you know, claiming to be Christians. <clears throat> they wrote a song called A Boy Brushed, Br- Brushed Red Living in Black and White. And the song is about, you know, two, you know, it's about a couple engaging in, in sexual activity outside of marriage and, you know, all the thoughts that could run through your head of, of like, you've tried to hold on to this, you know, this purity and, and you've let it go. And like the thoughts that come with that and the panic. And like um, the, the reason why I bring this up is not necessarily because of the meaning of the song of how they meant it, but just the, the concept of a boy brush red living in black and white. Um, it, it's always stuck out to me. And for me personally, you know, I can sometimes feel that way just in in multiple ways, so I think about me uh you know the way I kind of grew up, you know especially in my teen years, you know, I was kind of that you know the scene kid the <laughs> the you know I was kind of against the grain, you know I didn't want to be a part of what people would probably say quote regular society, <laughs> so you know I've always kind of felt that that feeling of being brushed red, living in black and white, because I always kind of feel like I stuck out in that way. Um, and I kind of wanted to be. Um, I think it's where my rebel comes from. But um, <clears throat> the reason why I bring it up is because I thought about, like, my sin, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, there's two ways to go about it, you know. You can either be, the, the idea of being brushed red, living in black and white can be, like, you know, you glorifying that idea, or, like, it can be, used as, like, a, almost, uh, it can be used as, like, being humble, like, and so, I guess I was thinking about, like, how can I, like, make this idea of being brushed red, living in black and white, you know, how can that humble me, and I was thinking about the idea of, like, man, maybe I was brushed red, but it's crazy because, like, if you take the lens of Jesus, it's black and white, like, you Mm. you know, God doesn't see that red on you, and I was like, man, that's pretty cool, so... Hope that made
0: sense. Um, I don't know. I took that whole analogy completely different. Really? In the song. No, no, I don't think it's bad. I think in my mind it was... <laughs> Dude, this, sorry to cut you off. I just yeah. wanted you to know. This whole time you ever explained it. <clears throat> I viewed it as a guy who was alive but living in a dead world. Mm, so Interesting. He is... You're, because of Christ, you're painted red, you're alive, you're different, but you're living in a black in, in and in a colorless world. And Shadowlands. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I took it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, it makes sense. That makes sense, too, though. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I like that. I like that a lot.
0: And because of that, well, proves I never heard the song. So, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so, so, um, it's interesting. I haven't, I don't even know why that came to my head because I haven't listened to that song lately. Mm-hmm. It's just, I know I just, I, I really like that song. And it just kind of came to my mind and I thought about it. So that's one thing that's kind of been on my mind. Um, another thing. And this is more of a question than anything, but, uh, I've realized I have this weird guilt complex to me. Um, right, real quick pause before yeah. we get the guilt complex.
0: So the brush red thing. Yeah. Right? So if you were to put that hole in like, like what this all came to you kind of, like what, what, what? how would you encapsulate the thought that you're having about that? Like why, why did mm. that come up to you? What's, what's your like thesis? Does that make sense? Kind of like this is why that came up. Mm. I know you explained it, but I'm, yeah. I'm curious. You're like if you had to put it in a sentence.
1: Hmm, that's a good question. I think <clears throat> I guess the reason why it came to my mind was I've been feeling like I've been brushed red. Does but, that make but sense? That, but
0: in your case that's bad. Yes. Okay.
1: Like I've been I've been using the idea of being brushed red as like an excuse to not move on. Gotcha. Like
0: to be different,
1: yeah. Gotcha. Like like I'm sticking out in a bad way.
0: Gotcha. That makes that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> and I and and honestly, that analogy then makes sense. Like like you said, I kind of like that too. It's just cool on mind thing because you're saying in a world of good and evil, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be red mm-hmm. in a way. I know you don't mean literal evil, but like yeah. In in a black or white world, sometimes I try to be in the middle. Yep, kind of. Absolutely, <coughs> that makes sense. Yep, that's and pretty. So, that's pretty insightful, man.
1: Yeah. So like, I, know, I think it's. That idea has kind of like, mm. I don't know, man, it just came to my mind and I was like, man, like that is so true for me because I do try to like, you know, I try to do the right thing sometimes and sometimes I don't. And like I'm just in this weird middle middle ground and like I uh, or the things I have done wrong. You know, I think I you know, I've it's almost like I'm taking the paintbrush myself and I'm painting myself red mm-hmm. and I'm like, look, you know, and but then I try to act like it's not there. But then other people are like you're clearly brushed red, man. Mm. Like, why? Why? Why don't you, you know? wash it off Yeah, dude. <laughs> so like I don't know it's just strange um, so yeah thanks for asking that because that, that does make yeah, sense pondered. even to me <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah this guilt complex thing <laughs> my question is is how do I how did I put in my notes how to not live with a guilt complex that leaks out as anger or leads to social withdrawal alright say that again how to not live with a guilt complex that leaks out as either <coughs> anger or leads to a social withdrawal this is
0: bizarre and you're not going to believe this, this is one of the few times where maybe this will become a real conversation because I have it written here. If you see that I have written in quotations, grumpiness, okay? And I'm going to explain to you why and then I'm going to, this will lead to a discussion because I think it's similar. Yeah. Last night, I went to the gym it was actually, I was in the gym when you messaged. So AJ had messaged, said, hey, guys, anybody going to the gym? I want to go. But I was already in there. Mm-hmm. So I started a message. I'm like, what's the point of telling them I'm already here? Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I was there, and I kind of did my whole workout. and Not kind of. I did my whole workout. Yeah. And after I was done, I went to Walmart. And I can't remember if I did it. Yeah, I did it in the <laughs> parking lot of Walmart. I had this. I've been pondering a lot, man. It's like, I'll get into it in a minute. But I'm, I, I'm sitting here going, gosh darn it, dude. Like, I did... Me, myself, I used to be different. I used to be, sure, I could be down, right? But I was a pretty fun guy. I joke about it, mm-hmm. but I really was. Even with the, since we've been doing the show, I was different. <clears throat> so I started thinking about grumpiness. And I started to kind of research biblically. The idea of like, okay, how do I stop being grumpy? And by the way, grumpy doesn't mean I'm like angry all the time. It, either, it could be down yeah, know, whatever. For me, it's a little bit of both, right? I'm really down and I don't want to even be like someone's like, here's the good side. And I'm like, oh, there's no good side, man, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say all that to say, believe it or not, I'm in the same boat. It's hmm. just a little different. yeah. And, and and mine's the same way. I can either spill out on other people yeah, right, in anger or I withdraw. So I think that's pretty perceptive. So... All that to say, this was literally last night Hmm. that I pondered this. Wow! Here's the answers I've come up with, which you kind of got ahead of me here, which is good. And this might shock some people, and I'm going to preach on this someday. And I've done it in the past, but I'm going to, I've come at it from the other side of joy, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to come at it from the other side. Interesting. Let me ask you a question straight up. Yeah. Do you think, in your case, what did you call it? What was the word that leaks out? Oh, leaks out is anger. Wait, what was before that, though? Like, what's leaking out? uh, Guilt. Guilt, okay. Guilt complex. Guilt, sure. Yeah. Now, for you, it's a little different, but it comes out the same way, interestingly. Your guilt can come out as anger. Mm -hmm. This, my sadness, hopelessness, whatever comes out as this. Yeah. And this is good for you guys out there who think we're always down. I think maybe we're going to show you the other side of it. So, for me, dude, do you think... Is a guilt complex, and don't just like give me a Christian, he's really thinking mm-hmm. about this. Do you think a guilt complex is from God?
1: No, because like he wouldn't want that, like what are you he wouldn't basing want me to be, because when I say a guilt complex, there's a lot of confusion in that, and like mm-hmm. God doesn't want me to be. Do you confused. know what
0: scripture says, who scripture says is the author of confusion? <sighs> the enemy, the devil. Dang, Dang man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so
2: wow.
0: it's interesting you said that, because mm-hmm. by the way, The reason I know that so well is in my studying, that came to me too, because I kept saying I feel so confused, right? So you don't think guilt complex is from God, all right? It shows itself then, in your case, you're saying anger sometimes, you know, and AJ's anger looks different than mine. So some of you are like, well, I don't know you're angry. If you know him well, you know when he's angry, Yeah. Anger, and then the other one was withdrawing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's think that. Do you think that kind of anger that comes out in that moment, genuine question, Mm -hmm. is sinful or godly? Definitely sinful. Okay. <laughs> the other one was socially withdrawing.
1: Yeah, socially does withdrawing. Does
0: God you. want you... When you're, when you're socially withdrawing, what are you feel, like feeling? What's making I, you want to do that?
1: I, ooh, what's making me want like, to do that? What's the
0: feeling that is behind pulling away from everyone?
1: Um, <clears throat> I feel overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and so I just want to be alone. Like, why, I, I, why,
0: why? Connect it for me. So why does overwhelm mean I want to be alone?
1: Because then I, I can get away from this idea of, like, this guilt. Like, I don't have to be around it. Because, like, if, I, if, if I'm feeling this weird guilt, I want to socially withdraw because then I'm, I'm expecting it to get worse. Like, I'm expecting something so bad to So then why does that yet. make
0: you want to pull away from people?
1: Um, it makes me want to pull away from people because um, I don't have to upset them and they don't have to upset me. Okay. What is that inherently? That's like isolation.
0: Like yes, but the thought right behind: I don't want to. Uh, they can't up seem upset me, and I can't upset them. So I'm avoiding it. So mm-hmm. what? Who's number one in that moment? Me. Yeah, I'm right? caring about me. <clears throat> so my point in saying all this is right. Are you able to love people when you're socially isolated? No. <clears throat> and there's a difference between going away and getting quiet time and alone time. Another thing I'm gonna preach on. It's on my list. I found called the quiet time. Anyway, <clears throat> nice um, quiet year. Yeah. I'm saying all that not to be like a teacher to you, but to like help you process the way I've been processing. I appreciate it. If all those things aren't right, they're not from God. And this is the part that's weird. I'll use me first. And Mm -hmm. then you can say, dude, grumpiness is a sin. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Grumpiness is a sin. It's a sinful behavior. How do I know that? Well, when you treat, when you're looking at a negative viewpoint, are you rejoicing? Are you um, thinking on everything pure? right? Like he says, all anything good? Are you, uh, so when I'm angry, when I'm grumpy, I'm mean to people, is that loving? Nope. So I'm, first thing you have to do, man, and it's so funny bringing this up, the Holy Spirit thing. For me is, I had to acknowledge that it's a sin. Like, I am sinning against God. Mm. And what do I do when I recognize sin? I have to repent. I need to repent to God because I truly feel a conviction that it is wrong, that I am sinning. It is just as serious to you, Lord. And it's going to sound wild, not to humans, as if I murder someone. Mm. And I don't think we view it that way. No, so you're right. So for me, when I confess that, then it started making me go, okay, what do I do when you confess sin? What does what the process look like for a believer? Well, for me, I confess sin, right? <clears throat> I repent to God, and if I've spilled on other people through that, I should repent to them in that moment, not every yeah. single person, right? But say I was grumpy and mean to you, I should probably come to you that day. Yeah. And then third, um, ask God to help me not be that way. Mm. Like, not, not, see, I can already tell you're probably Christian easing it, and the reason I know that is because I did. I'm going to say that again. Ask God to help you not be overcome with a guilt complex. Mm. And, and like, actually believe that he's gonna saying. answer. And then here's the thing: <clears throat> in the as you're praying, do stuff differently. So for me in the grumpiness, as soon as I did that, dude, as soon as I confessed that it was a sin last yeah. night, I prayed to God. I even reached out to a couple people and said, Hey, I'm sorry for like letting this happen. And just apologize overall for my attitude, like my grumpiness. As soon as I did that, one, I felt different. And two, I started thinking, okay. I used to do this, man, and I didn't. I haven't been taking my own advice. And now it was kind of convicting. Is when I f- then I just focus on loving other people. And I don't, I'm going to stop everyone that's listening. Oh, loving, no, 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 actually doing it. Not wanting to feel it. So, like last night, and you may not have noticed the difference. Maybe you did when I came in because we ended up being in a group meeting that later that night. Uh, when we were playing that game. Oh, yeah. God, you're so, sometimes, bro, you just. You're on a different planet. <laughs> I had to you think were for there. A It was the same night. Anyway, <laughs> when I showed up there, part of the reason I was a little different because people are like, oh, this is because I said, what, do I, what would I want someone to do for me? How would I mm. want someone to appear to me? Instead of focusing on the fact that maybe you aren't being joyful for me or positive, I want to be that to you. And the weird thing is, dude, I'm going to stop everyone again. Because I already know you're zoning out. And I'm only saying that because I know I did. Yeah. So it's like, that's, what I'm saying is so simple, and I know it, but I'm telling you, when I actually slowed down to truly accept it and do it, things are different. So I'm saying that to you. Slow down and don't just go, yeah, okay, easy. When I did that and tangibly looked for ways almost like it's a job, so I've already confessed, I've asked God to help me, and mm. now I'm taking an action step to be different. What's funny is things began to feel different. And I mm. think... You tell me if I'm wrong. I, I probably seem different today. Absolutely. It's all part of mm. it. <clears throat> and I'm not saying, that, that. real quick, I'm not saying, you know, I'm sure I'm going to have moments of struggling with that still, but I'm going to keep trying to do the same thing. Do you have something fun to hear?
2: I said, ironically, I actually uh, put that down. I put Todd's joy is infectious today.
0: Yeah, that's actually makes me want to cry and super convicting. Mm. So I'm sorry. You know what? I'll just say this time. I'm sorry to you guys that mm. sometimes, <clears throat> see, even right now, my flesh wants to make a comment to justify it as i apologize i'm not gonna let it so i'm sorry that i've been grumpy mm, times. i forgive you man genuinely and to all the viewers that are listening <clears throat> i hesitate to tell you that viewers because then you guys are gonna think anytime i have a day where i'm not dancing mm-hmm. that i'm being hateful but i'm gonna trust you guys we're yep. fam we're the pod squad here we're fam. friends let's go okay so that's where i'm at dude so i didn't mean to take that over no but I, I love but it, you man. asked the question so i'm gonna come back to you yeah what does that look like for you that's my true advice and i think it's biblical right Pray, confess mm-hmm. the sin, repent. See, the repentance comes in the action I take after it. See, a lot of times people say, okay, I asked for forgiveness, okay? But repentance means I'm going to literally do something different. It's an action word. Yep. So in that case, is- the action word was I'm going to con- confess to God, then I'm going to confess to some people, which may not stop, and then I'm going to try to do stuff different. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not just try, because we say that, but like, what's something tangible that you can do? That is a step in that direction. Hmm. You get what I mean? Yes. And I don't know what that is for you, but that's my, I guess, long-winded answer to your question. So, I wanted
1: to, I wanted to kind of backpedal for a second to what you were saying earlier. Like when you talked, when you talked about how, like, you were going, like, you came into that game last night, right? You, you were wanting to love people despite whether they loved you back, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's essentially agape, right? Like you're mm-hmm. trying to love agape. Yep. <clears throat> That made sense, because that's the first word that came to my mind. I was like, okay, Todd is trying to, he was trying to do agape love. So um, just wanted to clear that from my own head. But
0: I think real fast, too, because I want to say this before you say but, sorry, because mm-hmm. I think you and I might have the same. I, got, I've, I realized, even as you're talking, that I got trapped in a loop that wasn't wrong, <clears throat> but, it, but it got in the way of following the Bible. Mm. I started thinking why I was grumpy, and allowing that to be the focus. Think about that for a second. Okay. So right, if I because I buy into the mindset that if I know the root of it, I can fix it. That's not always the case, man. Like it's okay <laughs> for me to sit here and think as you're talking. Why was I like that? What am I feeling? But weirdly, for me, that can end up becoming a type of self-focus and a self-worship. It does because, need to change. Yeah, because it, well, and it's 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 a thin line between figuring out the reasons and then justifying it. Mm. Justifying my behavior, you yeah. get what I mean. Yeah. Because the enemy's so deceptive, and my flesh wants to work with him that I can go. Well, I was I'm grumpy because I'm tired, and I'm sad, and I'm and all those things are real. But then all of a sudden, dude, all the other steps I forget about because I'm lost in my own self pity. Maybe oh. you know, or self frustration. Does that make sense? I didn't mean no, off, but, I, no, absolutely. But I think sometimes I wonder if that's part of what's wrong with you too, because we're similar in this. Is like you're so caught up in trying to figure out why. Yeah. To fix the problem when God said, Don't worry about that, worry about following me and then take a step and I will handle the rest.
1: That's really good, man. You know? Do you think like almost like overthinking that why sometimes is that almost like a form of sin management? Sure.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great way to put it. it ends up making it kind of that performance treadmill of how you know, if I know why, then I can quote perform the right mm-hmm. way. That's really when good, God's man. more interested and in, which I'm glad you said that. It's kind of that idea of controlling the symptoms. When God's like, No, no, no. Acknowledge the problem, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, do take the cough drop, right? Quote. Yeah. Which is the action. But, hey, now that you've said you need my help, I'm going to help you deal with the the issue. Man, that's so good because like that should take so much pressure off of us. Dude, (laughs) look at that. I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) Because that's what what I came... (laughs) Dude, when you said that, that is what I came from. (laughs) When you simplify Mm -hmm. (coughs) what God wants from us, all this weird religious pressure fades. Dang it, man. And the reason I even brought that up is while you were talking, I was like, well, part of the reason I'm grumpy, I'm starting to think is like, I'm so sad and hurt by so many people. And I feel like God kind of forgot me maybe. And because all these things happen, even though some of it's my own fault, like even if people are being unforgiving to me or hateful to me, and I'm like you, it's, they probably even think about it. I'm just in a guilt complex. Yep. But even if they are, um, that doesn't mean that God doesn't love me that I don't mm. have blessings that like I spit in the face of blessings, dude you know me too man that's another action step man. i'm gonna try to do is like literally write have a true not just say it kind of a gratitude journal it doesn't mean i need to sit there for 30 minutes but if i like for instance hey you know what i get to sit and do a show with a couple guys of love that's a blessing i'm gonna try to remember that you know yeah <coughs> Holy Spirit, man. that's so weird man. anyway
1: <laughs> but no that's so good dude thank you for sharing that because like i don't know man it's weird that we're yeah, kind of Holy bouncing Spirit's stuff real. off each other right now, and you're right, Holy Spirit for sure. And It's like, I guess to to answer like your questions, I think my problem, you know, going back to the idea of like this guilt complex is like, well, first off, one thing that hit me when you were talking, kind of going earlier back into when you first started talking, speaking into stuff, was like, I've realized that I still, it's so funny, man, because like, man, this sucks to admit, but I still put levels on things. Like I do, and I, you know, because I like to, be, I, I like to think I'm the guy since I didn't grow up in church and I didn't do all this stuff. That I don't put levels on sin, but I do in a way because mm-hmm. it's like, we all do, man. You know, it's like I when you said you mentioned um, murder. Yeah, the, the difference between like murder and say, you know, um, what'd you say? It was you said I do this but like then, being
0: hateful or mean or grumpy or something. Yeah, grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: you said my grumpiness is a sin and it's the same as murder in god's eyes and so it's like you're right man because for me i could look at somebody who murdered somebody and say that's a sin and and like you got to repent of that and change that but then if i am say i'm struggling with this guilt complex or i say i'm struggling with bitterness or or anger i tend to think well i'm working on it it's not it's not as big of a deal dude i hope people heard that because that's so
0: that's so that's so good to bring up man Cause that's how we are. Mm-hmm. We give we give ourselves sometimes. Well, it can go both ways, but we tend to have more patience with ourselves than we do other people. Yeah, that freaking sucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is convicting, man. Because you're right. I don't. I don't. I'm not as quote like cutthroat with myself. I think like, well, I'm working on that, and then and that becomes not as big of a deal. And since it's not as big of a deal, then I don't work on it as hard, or I don't. Or I, I I tend to let it fall to the wayside because I'm like, well, I'm quote working on it. So that's one thing I I, I took from that. I was like, dang it. Um, another thing is like, um, you know, repentance, man. Like that's been that's been a big part of my journey lately is repentance and like, you know, I you you, you talked about it earlier and you t- you mentioned simplifying, you know, what God tells us to do. It's like, you know, I think that I. I'll repent to God at times, not all the time, and I should, but, like, I, you know, I'll repent to God, and, you know, I'll repent to, you know, people sometimes, but it's always the action step that gets to me. Like, I tend to think repentance is just, you know, I tend to think repentance is not an action. Even though I can tell you guys who are listening, yes, like, repentance is an action that you got to change, I tend to think that, like, kind of goes in the murder thing. You can, you know, if, if you killed somebody, you know, your repentance would be turning away from that and not killing somebody. While, you know, if you're bitter or angry, it gets more grave for me.
0: I think that's because a lot of people, dude, and me and maybe you're, maybe, I don't want to speak for you, but there's a tendency for people to think when they repent, right, the action of repentance is just the words, that God is going to naturally make you feel like doing a different action.
1: That's really good. And you're
0: waiting for that feeling to come, and it doesn't come. You're right. right. The Holy Spirit's movement in you is what led you to pray. We still have a step in that sanctification. We have to we have to crucify our flesh. Mm. We have to carry our cross in that moment. That's good. And that involves an actual, tangible action. That's good. And it's it doesn't have to be instead of like, so for instance, instead of me, and I don't do this perfectly, but like it was brought freedom to me. So maybe this will help you. Instead of me doing what I know was, like, okay, well, how do I become this happy person who's not grumpy and become who I used to be? I'm always comparing that. Yep. And this I'm I'm just focused on the smaller steps that I'm hoping over time through God, you know, the Holy Spirit and also these actions will lead me to that. But the smaller steps are, how do I treat other people? Am I willing to be joyful, like in circuit. Am I willing to have gratitude? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Instead of working about the, trying to get to that end goal, be obedient in the small things that will lead there. Mm. That's so, so good. Man. Just that's just. And again, man, I don't. I hesitate sometimes to share this stuff. It's weird, though. Holy Spirit, for sure, um, because we're in the same place. But because I'm afraid I'm going to drop the ball. Right? <laughs> but, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm terrified. But that's 10 but that's later. part of it. But that's part of it, though, because <laughs> yeah. that's because imagine if you know Peter didn't write the the. First Peter, because he's like, listen, I can't write this because I might be afraid again in a little bit, mm. you know, or I can't preach the first message, a sermon in Acts because I'm going to be afraid again later, and Paul's going to have to come and challenge me. You know, that's that really
1: good, thing. man, because you're right. Like the testimony
0: is in the process.
1: Man. Yes, you're right. <clears throat> and I think I've taken the idea. Like I know, like this is, and like I don't think no one, nobody's ever threatened me with this. Like <laughs> people have told me that, like your actions and how you do. I think you've told me this before, but, like, um, your actions and how you, like, how you go about, like, how you go about your sin and all that, like, that can affect your testimony. Mm-hmm. And I think I've almost taken that as a threat instead of, like, you need, like, instead of taking it as an encouragement to, like, yes, like, your testimony's still there, but you can damage it, you know, by by continually not repenting and, and you know, trying to turn away from your sin. I think I almost took that as a threat of, like... Am I even saved?
0: Which no, is man. So weird. And I would <laughs> change my wording now. I don't think your testimony is ever going to be completely ruined because yeah. it's a lifelong thing. What I think it does is it can <clears throat> it can hide it. That's good, right? I so like when that. you when you're hesitating to take action, you're hiding your testimony. You're hiding that process and making it. You know, it's like the chapter in the book where the hero does something silly, and it's like, do we need that chapter? Mm. Sometimes the cool part though about God is He'll take that chapter and make it more heroic <clears> later. <throat> <clears throat> but that doesn't mean we want to just go down that path, you know? You're right. So, at least for me, that's the stuff mm-hmm. I'm finding.
1: So that's that's another thing that, that made me think of is like, man, like, I, I, for some reason, I took that as a threat, and that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure to put on myself to think, like, yeah. if I don't fix this, like, people are going to think that none of this was ever real. And, like, that sucks because then you, <laughs> like, I'm constantly having to fight that.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. <clears throat> And this, you know this. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm still having to deal with allergies. You're right. I did it right in the mic, though. (laughs) Um, What I will tell you, man, is they will. Some of the people in the world will doubt that it's real, mm. but the true followers of Christ, man, the testimony, like, they're going to be more encouraged by you walking it out in the midst of that Mm. than they, they... like it's going to be greater and i keep thinking mm. about that humble pastor and his wife who like condemned me but had the humility to later to say hey you've proven it this guy's proven it by the way yeah. he walked you know what i mean and That's that really good. just so you know though dude that took 9 years man and that like sucks you know but yeah. but that made me cry when i read that right because then it's like hey even though people were watching when i when i did wrong and they saw that they were also watching when i followed And that, that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a long-term thing, dude. This is a life. It's a true, it's, being a disciple is a life. And we try to make it this, like, one-time thing.
1: You're right. Or, like, you almost, like, almost want to (laughs) pick. Yeah. When you're a disciple. Yeah. Like, when you're following. And everything else is just this weird mud. Mm. (laughs) Of, like, mud ball. of like Mud. Mud ball of, like, sin and, like this weird gray i don't know man it's mm-hmm. strange but You're right man um so yeah that that's mostly where i'm at i i had one more thing but i don't want to keep
0: oh man going. that's what this is about yeah
1: so i want you to share it so the last thing i had um was and this is classic me that i just realized more and more but um as uh, I rebel against structure i i rebel i rebel <laughs> I, I got rebel. it yeah I rebel. Yeah. Um, I rebel against structure. I don't like it. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I've realized that when I'm when I'm having to do structure, I don't like it, but I realize that it can help me. But then I realize that if I, if I was given the option to not have structure, I don't do well with it. So it's frustrating. Um, I want to get to a place where, you know, I can kind of have my own structure again, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, I've realized that I can be rebellious towards structure just because I don't like it. So um, that was really the last thing I had. Um, It's just annoying. That was a good neck pop, dude. (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't, I I don't know if it's like, I've also, I've also another thing to kind of go into that. I've realized that I've been conditioned to be structured and in, in like in like that classic nine to five way, you know, I know you've mentioned this before, but like it's it's kind of hit me more and more that I realize I've been more regimented throughout my whole life with school and with like the other jobs I used to have like that. This is just how life is this is how it works. And so it's funny because even though I don't like it, it is more comfortable. But the, but because I don't like it, it makes me want to rebel against it. So um, <laughs> it's kind of a strange, strange dynamic there. But yeah, so I don't know, man. Um, I realized that I can't, I can't like stay in the place I am with it because then it makes me not want to like, I w- I wouldn't say it makes me bitter. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is kind of going weird, but, no problem. um, I realized that it makes me like not want to push harder, I guess. It, like because I'm in a structured place right now and like it's, I'm trying to, you know we're, i guess i shouldn't even say just i but we as a team are trying to get me to be better about having structure um it's it's making me not like it sometimes what do you mean <laughs> like because i don't like structure it's it's making me like not to want to, not to want to do it <laughs> so which Always. i realize is not good because like that's that's what i have to do but um so yeah i guess there's just a I've realized I can have, like, a general annoyance about having to do this specific structure, even though it is helpful. Like, I don't like it. I wish... It makes me feel, like, weak that I can't...
0: Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That you need
1: it. Yes, it's like... I, <coughs> yeah. That's a good point. I, it's like I need that, and I don't no, like I'm that saying, I need yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I mean. You just don't like that you need it. Exactly. Don't mind, yeah. I don't like that, so it makes me want to rebel against it and <laughs> try to do my own thing, even though it, it hasn't worked out well, so...
0: Yeah, this is one of those times that it might be unpopular, some of what I'm about to say. But you're, to begin with, I think you're completely right. In general, <clears throat> we're trained throughout the way school si- the school system is set up mm-hmm. <clears throat> to be told what to do. Yeah. You know, when you think about in high school, and I know some high schools are cooler, and, and, and I don't know now, but, um, you know, you had to ask to go to the bathroom. Yep. To the bathroom. Had a little hall pass, had to yeah. fill it out, have your you teacher know, sign it. <clears throat> schools do it different, but regardless, the fact you have to ask, the fact that, you know, it's very regimented. And then even school, college, you know, I went to college and it's funny because they act like, well, in college, you're not going to have this stuff. Well, guess what, dude? I still got docked points for not going to class Yep. for now. Here's my point with that. Well, Todd, you need to learn discipline. Okay. Yeah. But if I can get the work done without being there because I'm self-disciplined enough to do it by reading this stuff, yep. it's crazy that they condition you for a night for nine to five jobs aren't bad, but no. for that mindset of be told what to do and it's hard and and listen man some people like that some people like to just have it simplified and and there's nothing wrong with that i mean i don't mean when i say simplified i don't mean like dumb reason i mean just it's nice and i get it there's an alert of being told hey make 15 of these you can't stop making them you know everything's regimen and that can bring the positive side is that it can take away some anxiety sometimes because you know what you need to do that's true it can um but i i mean i get it man and when you're trained if you've been trained that way and and then and then i say that about college it still gave a little more freedom right Maybe yeah high school when you're transitioning to a job where or a position where i had went through the same thing yeah where someone's not over you every minute and you almost at times at least for me there were times that because the way i was raised to grind 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 it's like well if i'm not grinding And by grinding, I mean, like, if I can't see the widgets I'm making, I must be being lazy. Mm. Um, So there's a lot to it. So I think it's not weak to know your limitations and train yourself and to do stuff like that, right? That's not weak because here's the thing, man. Maybe someday you won't have to do that because you're learning that there's periods of life. Because even the people that aren't told that, right? So let's say you're not told. There's two ways to look at it. So say you work for a company that makes widgets widget just means it's a made-up thing right so whatever it is (laughs) yeah and you've got to make 10 widgets a day or let's say 100 100 widgets a day one guy says you have to make one widget an hour i don't know you have to do more than that clearly right eight hours whatever it ends up being sure you know 10 10 and a half whatever sure 10 widgets a day i mean an hour you have to You get trouble if you don't you go to the bathroom at the end of the day it's going to keep you on track Versus a job that says, okay, you have you need to have 100 widgets by the end. Or that might even be even crazier. You you need to have 500 widgets by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Both of them are stressful. Because if it's you true. aren't self-disciplined, you know the ideal world is you're doing 10 and a half maybe. But if you don't, then maybe you have to do 21 hour. Do you get what I'm saying? So regardless, yep. there's there's uh, challenges to both. Oh, absolutely. And I think it tr- it's training you to have the self-discipline to say, I've got to get this stuff done, one way or the other.
1: Yes, you know, absolutely, and like that's exactly what that that is my hope. My hope is that when I get through this, and I you know, and I can, I get more used to that that regimented sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I can I can kind of go off on my own again, and like be able to do it on my own time or whatever that looks like. That's my hope. Now my fear. My fear is, and this is probably rational, but my fear is that if I fully step into this whole regimented thing and I get good at it, then I'm just limiting myself and that's all I'll ever be able to do. That's my fear. My fear is that I will be able to be good at that but not be good at the other side, which is what I want. Mm. I want the other side. I'm just not good at it, so I'm having to go to this side, but I'm scared that if I, st- that if I, if I do well on this side, that's all I'll ever be able to do. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's my fear. And I realize it's probably irrational because, like, I don't know if anything, I feel like maybe part of being able to say, take control of your own schedule or take control of how you do things. Like you have to be able to be able to do the regimented side in order to do that. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. that's part of it. Like you have to, you have to be able to do the regimented and do the schedule stuff and be able to do that, you know, and maybe it kind of feels a little less out of your control. Maybe you have to be able to do that in order to be able to take control of it. I don't know, but
0: yeah, no, it's good so it's all part of it man
1: yep so just i i just wanted to bring that up because i thought it was kind of funny but i was like it makes sense why i'm a rebellious person because it's like <laughs> yep i, I want to rebel against structure it's really i that's what i want to do and that's i've probably been that way since i was a kid so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty transparent of you yeah
1: man so that's really all i have that, that was everything i had but how about you man how's life for todd
0: um that's all right a couple things that have been new i'm curious i've been kind of I'm very careful on what I give my seal of approval to, okay? Mm. So I've heard of this stuff before, Joe Rogan. Okay. okay. If you're a Joe Rogan guy, I'm not oh. saying Joe Rogan's appropriate. It's called Alpha Brain, and yeah. what it does is it's a supplement, like a vitamin, really, that helps you focus, okay? <clears throat> and be, I'm so sorry, <clears throat> focus in memory, actually. My memory's pretty good. Oh, you, yeah. But focus, you know, drive, whatever. So I, I bought a little... Sort of a small sample pack to try. And I'm a huge fan, man. So if you're a person out there that struggles with focus, um, and what it does is it's, it just helps give your brain sort of the fuel it needs to do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big proponent, of it. I've been telling people that. So, you know, I'm not saying it's going to work perfect for you, but for me, it's been, it's been useful.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely, man. They also
0: have something called New Mood. Hmm. That is a supplement that helps with uh, mood and also uh, stress. Okay. Um, I, took, I bought some of that and took it. And I, I think there is a difference too. Because typically, if you think about it, when you're stressed, that affects your mood. Absolutely. Um, you can stat, like, take them together or not. And it's supposed to help with sleep too if you take it regularly. But anyway, I just want to point that out of some stuff I found recently. Nice. Free man. ads. Hopefully, maybe someday they'll get a hold of us and we'll add. You know, we should do that. Get a hold of them. Hey, Alpha Brain. I mean, yeah, On It. That's what the, the company's called. On It. Hey, On It. Get a hold of us.
1: Hey, On It. I love it.
0: But it's okay, whatever. Don't you? Anyway, <laughs> production guys like no free ads. Yep. So I just want to share that. Yeah, some interesting It's stuff. really cool, man. Yeah.
1: I uh, I know. I actually tried some of the Alpha Brain, and I I do agree. It definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 zips it zips it zaps zips whatever. But you don't feel drugged. No, you, know you what don't. I mean? it, like... it just it 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 naturally kind of slowly puts you in this place of like a focused mindset.
0: It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it so that's just a little bonus ad I guess which I shouldn't have done but because uh, <coughs> we could have had them pay us for that. Anyway, um which goes into the show. A lot of what I was going to talk about actually we talked about with the grumpiness and and one thing I'll touch on is I wrote this down before and I showed you is mm-hmm. just whenever I sit and think about what God wants from us. So in this case it came from my response to this, you know, having grumpiness, you know, repentance, talking to God about it and repenting and then making changes and then doing what he tells us to do for instance focusing on in in my case maybe um, if there's anything good anything pure anything lovely focus on such things anyway it's in scripture it's so simple man and christianity when it's at its most beautiful the way god has intended it you know when he says to the Pharisees, he says you put weights on people's backs but don't lift a finger to take them off. Hmm. And that's always stuck with me. And the more I've gotten in, and I've said this before, I shouldn't feel more free now. I mean, I shouldn't feel less free now as a Christian than I did when I was first saved, and I do at times. And that's because it's such a thin line between not all human tradition or church tradition is bad. Church tradition in in the, forgive my language, traditional sense, meaning from the church fathers, Right. Church fathers, if you ever heard that phrase, that means the leaders of the church from the early days. You know, both the apostles, but people after that. People the Catholic Church sometimes call saints, but you know, people that were leaders in the church and we have their writings, we should respect those and trust those. They were close to the source, and there's Mm. reasons their interpretation of things, like sometimes we get arrogant and think that we know better than these people, which is so silly. It's good, man. But when I say tradition, I mean more of our twentieth century, twenty-first century, you know, all that stuff that we're in now. And it can get And I didn't even put this together. Thank you, Father. Um, Because what I'm going to talk about after I wrote ties in with this. There's kind of two extremes in our faith nowadays in America, maybe in the world. And it's been that way since Paul's time. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, you have what we would call maybe the um, (coughs) condemning religious, the ultra-religious, that feeling of weight, right? I can't, I'm not free. I've got to earn it. It's just, it's so subtle. And then you've got the other side, which is do whatever you want. God's fine with whatever, mm-hmm. <coughs> which now has a term in our modern world. We call it progressive Christianity. I wouldn't call it Christianity at all. Yep. Because it, it, we'll get to that. But it's hard, man, because it's so easy to get caught up in that, right? Because you said earlier, I tend to put um, levels on sin. Yep. But part of the reason you do that is because you've been trained to do that. That's scary. And man. here's the thing. There's two sides to that. Mm-hmm. Because of that there's the side of what you said, which is like some people's worse, but sometimes it's the other way. It's I'm a monster because I did this. You know what I mean? And like, so say someone out there is struggling with pornography. That's a big one, right? And they feel like I'm a monster. I'm beyond God's grace. Maybe I'm not saved. Mm-hmm. When no, you're 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 no worse. And this, the reason we don't say this is we're afraid people are going to use it to justify sin. Yep. I got to trust the Holy Spirit that those of you out there who are believers. You're not going to do that. You're not going to take this that way because it's not the point. But you're no worse off than the man who is hateful. Mm. You're both still so desperately in need of a Savior. And that's what we are, man, is that, you know, I uh, heard a quote from, oh, what is his name? Some pastor, if, if anyone knows it, when I butcher it, you can write it. Tim's, Tim Keller, maybe? I don't remember. But essentially he said something like, we are s- far more paraphrasing we are far more desperately wicked in our hearts than we ever want to admit and far more deserving of of punishment but we are also and that's not the end of it, the quote we wrote but we are also uh, far more loved by God than we could ever possibly hope for and that's so true and I think because of <clears throat> the other side of it which is sort of our tradition I and mean, none of us want to be viewed as not believers, and none of us want to be viewed as false prophets or, you know, wolves that we're, we would rather follow the rules that are set by man than to just rest in the grace and the truth of Jesus Christ, because it really does boil down to following him, and when I stumble, I get up, and I repent, and I turn back towards him, and I take steps towards him, and I do that, and I rest in the fact that I'm never too far gone, I'm never far away from him, he's Mm. never gone, the spirit is sealed within me. I can't lose it. And if I, the moments that I live in that are the moments when I'm free to love people and to live in joy because I'm not consumed with earning or even keeping my own salvation or place with God. Does that make sense? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, all of us, we just need to slow down. We need to stop. And I'm talking about for ourselves. You need to focus on yourself here. Because there's people out there that I've heard take things I say say a husband, and then he'll justify that his wife can't challenge him because he's on his journey. And that's not, you're not getting it either, man. Mm. So, um, yeah, man, it's simple. And when I live in that, like last night when I read that and started thinking and praying, I felt literal weight off of me. And, it's, but, and I say that now, and then tomorrow I'm going to have it again because I can't believe he would love me that way, that I keep doing the same thing sometimes, and he's still there yeah man and um it's being a disciple is about following him it's not about earning because we can't earn it dude i so it's it's just interesting
1: it's cool that you say that because like you talk about like the whole like i think this now and like tomorrow the weight's gonna be there because like i can relate to that in the sense of like i was thinking about his like you know jesus says like my yoke is easy and light you know and i was like man it's crazy because when i think about that i go okay like I'm supposed to relentlessly pursue Christ and like follow after him and like walk down this path that he's he's provided for me, but like somehow that's supposed to be light. But yet he tells me I'll be hated and he tells me all these things that's gonna happen to me. And I'm like, dude, how and I, I'm glad you're speaking on this because it's like there there has to be a freedom and the only freedom that we can have in that journey is Just letting go of, like, control and, like, letting go of, like, the way you want it. Like, that's, I don't know, man. You've spoken to me because, you know, at the end of the day, you're right. I just fully don't, I don't fully believe it either. I don't fully believe in that. I don't believe in the concept of, like, his yoke is light. Because if I did, I would cling on to it. Because, like, I would think that whatever I'm going through right now would be, it, it would be way Way easier slash, I shouldn't say easier. I should say it, sh- it would be way less heavy if I were if I were to just cling on to you know this yoke that Jesus provides, and I don't, you know, because I think somehow that what I'm doing now is going to be less. It's going to be easier than than the
0: yoke, even though He tells me it's going to be lighter, right? So it's like, yeah, we man, care about dude. people more than Him, man. You're right, 100%. and what they think. At least I do, mm-hmm. and sometimes, and that's hard because I the you know I feel like I'm a guy that doesn't a lot, but when the standard you know based on the standard i definitely do so that's something you know i'm so thankful for god's grace and his mercy Mm. his mercy sometimes we confuse it all and wrap it up in grace and they're both so beautiful mercy is the fact that he doesn't give me the punishment i deserve and grace is that he gives me a position of honor that i don't deserve he gives both and that's a beautiful thing um so anyway with that being said, <clears throat> progressive Christianity, man, it's this new age Christianity, and I've got yeah. a couple of videos that I'll send to you to post, they're little cool. clips. Now, listen, <clears throat> there's a whole lot, this is actually, the, the, uh, the, the post here is a guy doing a response, his name is Honest Youth Pastor, um, it's all one word, on uh, Instagram if you want to go check him out. I'm not saying I agree with everything he says, or uh, that I don't, he kind of... He seems pretty solid, and he kind of responds to a lot of these things, and a lot of, time, a lot of this progressive stuff, and a yeah. lot of times in, <clears throat> in biblical ways, sometimes I think he's a little nitpicky, but here he posts <clears throat> someone else's response to something else. So I say all that to say, we'll try to post all these guys because I don't I want them to get the credit. Yeah. Um, but I want to give you guys a couple of, of examples of what I mean by progressive Christianity, because I think sometimes we lose. so here, here's one, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> I'm going to try to turn this up here.
2: You've probably heard that
1: Eve was formed from one of Adam's ribs, but the reason behind that translation choice might be misogyny.
0: Okay, and it's showing this guy just staring and blinking. Um. Let's see what the misogynistic early
1: 17th century had to say about this. The woman was made of a rib out of the side of Adam, not made out of his head to rule over him, nor out of his feet to be trampled upon by him, but out of his side to be equal with him, under his arm to be protected, and near his heart to be beloved. It's just
0: dripping with misogyny. So that's an example, okay? So it shows this guy. Hopefully, if you didn't see the audio should be there too, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. <clears throat> you guys hear him say, you know that traditionally it says that the woman came from Adam's rib. But maybe that's misogyny. And it's funny because this, you know, I, f- I look at this guy. Okay, just from a man, the guy who wrote it, who mm-hmm. did this, and then the other guy, it's a really cool response to it. But it's like, man, you're just picking up these cultural buzzwords to try to become popular, right? So it's popular to say misogyny. It's popular to say patriarchy. Yep. Um, it's popular. So I got one more, and, and see if you can hear the similarities, even though the topics are different. Okay. Okay? <clears throat> Here's him responding to a, <clears throat> excuse me, a pastor um, who had this to say.
2: You got preachers up here talking about, they are against abortion. Good, so don't have one then. But don't impose your feelings on other people because your patriarchy is reckless. I don't think members of the LGBTQ plus community are of God. Good. You don't associate with them. But don't try to diminish somebody's
1: humanity in Jesus' name because you don't understand the complexity of God's creativity.
2: Now, we have become mean-spirited.
0: So... You know, what? What I want to say a couple things. Did you catch the similarities? Got another buzzword, right? Patriarchy. That's right. Now, what's interesting is, too, and what's creepy about progressive Christianity, this concept, which doesn't exist in my opinion, so either biblical Christianity or Christian, not, Yeah, is there's things in there that are true, mm. right? Did you hear? There were sentences that he said that were true, and it was mixed with a lie. And that's why it's so important to know the Bible and to know the truth of God, because that's how it always comes. You know, we have this view of like, oh, we're going to always be able to, the guy's going to go, hi, I'm not really a Christian. I'm a fake false prophet. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and I'm not saying anything about this guy, but I can tell you right now that the two things he said are, are subtle lies, right? Mm. So he says, oh, abortion. If you're against abortion and you tell other people not to, you're forcing patriarchy on them. That's ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, boiling it down, that's what he said. Then he says, hey. And part of this is good, right? Hey, you don't want to hang out with LGBTQ, whatever, plus, whatever. Uh, that's fine. Don't hang out with them, But don't listen to this subtle lie. Because you're like, oh, okay, maybe he's just standing up saying don't hate them, right? Which yep. is true. That he sh- we shouldn't. Yeah. But he says, don't diminish God's creativity.
1: Yeah, dude. That was... Which, what's
0: the implication of that? The implication is that God made all of us these different palettes of color, and it's okay. And that's not true. Nope. That's not true. And both, what did he do? It's so blatant. Patriarchy, misogyny, LGBTQ, all these buzzwords that make someone popular, right? If you want to be on the side of the world, if you want to be a popular speaker, pastor, preacher, whatever, all you got to do is align with what the world says is true. Yep. And if I mix it with enough Christianese and enough, and I paint it with love and I say, excuse me, I'm standing up for, quote, the oppressed, excuse me, standing up for the oppressed, then, then it's good. Mm-hmm. And you have to know the word of God to know, and even at the end, right? He said something that's true. Christians are mean-spirited. That's true. You know, it ends there. Yeah, that's true. But you're putting that truth to give the lie the same credence that we would give the truth. Yep. Makes yep. sense? You, you've, you've said it a lot, so, man. And it's, you're it's right. creepy stuff, man.
1: Absolutely. Like, you've always, like, this is something you, you've, you've touched on a lot on this show, is like, you know these people want to. They want to drip just enough truth in there to confuse Christians to believe this could be true. Well, and this to could make go it, along with
0: it. yes, and to make you feel like that to not accept it is to hate. It's wrong. Yep. to be for sexism, to all these things, and that's yep. not. Those are not the options. I don't. I can say that a sin is a sin and still love the sinner. Absolutely, the woman right? at the but, well, man. But I'm not gonna lie and tell them that their path is leading to destruction. You know, I'm not going to lie to them and not tell them that their path is leading to them to destruction. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just something for you guys to think about. is like when I tell you progressive Christianity, it sounds good. And it's in our town. I see it all the time. Anytime you say something's a sin, and sometimes people take my words and twist it. It's funny, man. On the outside, I can look like progressive because I wear a V-neck and I, you know, whatever else they they claim. <laughs> yeah. But listen to the words, man. I do my best. The Bible's the Bible, and it is... It's black and white, and in the areas it's gray, I still believe that we're given enough instruction that there's direction.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and by gray, I don't mean in the middle. I just mean like, you know, it doesn't say, should you watch horror movies? But we can, we can gather from that, from, yes. from the rest of the Bible, the answer to that. That's good. Man. Um, but man, I'm telling you, it's a scary place. It's a scary place to be. Yeah, man, it is scary. And you guys got to be aware of it. You got to know and and don't, you know, anytime you stand up and say a sin is a sin, they're saying that you're being judgmental and hateful. Well, here's the truth. We are to judge within the church as far as truth, mm. right? And I think sometimes other people use that to, you've used that verse to mean, yes, we judge and condemn. No, 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 no. Like if someone sins, it's like, no, we call sin a sin.
2: Mm-hmm. And we hold
0: each other accountable because the world can't hold us accountable. We are the church. We hold each other accountable, right? That's right, We don't look to the world to tell us how to live. 100%. Um, So, with that, so this is kind of like a train here, leading progressive Christianity. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people out there, not a lot, but some of the people out there enjoy RPGs, role-playing games. Yeah. And D&D, which we have an article on. We do. It'll be a good segue to go into that in a second. But there's a big famous podcast youtube series called critical role that was sort of big part of this becoming huge and they're very for lack of a better word here don't get upset people but they're very woke
2: Mm. very
0: progressive well what's interesting is they're now going through and have several times being canceled and i looked into this right canceled by their own fans they've pandered to these people right so much yeah and yet they can't avoid it. And you know what it was over? Oh, and one of their fake, you know, they do their advertisements as Sam. One of the people, his name is Sam. Riegel. He'll do uh, he'll kind of do these sort of commercials. Yeah. Right. Make the pretty fun stuff. And he made an illusion. You're going to believe I believe this. this is why he's they're hateful and not loving. And then I'll tell you the other comment Someone said. Their own fans are turning on which is what happens in this world. I want to say that. But essentially, the, the joke they made in this is like, hey, blah, 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 do that. And they made the allusion to And, and if you don't believe that, you're, you know, you'll be in a straitjacket in a padded cell. And, and then he made a funny joke. It was funny. It was just like, hey, you'll be cra- he's crazy and you're crazy. And we in a padded cell. And then while you're in there, you can do things like study painting, you know, making a joke. Well, guess what happened? Well, they're making fun of mental health. They're making fun of mental health. So Man, how dare they? Then I read another article, and guess what it said? Paraphrasing, big uh-huh. article. This is unrelated, but they're turning on them. They're just too white and too rich to be the face of D D. <laughs> Even what? though they constantly bring people of color on uh-huh. their suit, right? My point is, man, when you if you kind of the old saying, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. You live by woke uh, culture you're going to die by it eventually because nobody can be perfect enough to avoid the crowd turning on them. Man, dude. Right? You get what I mean? Yeah. Quote, and by perfect, I mean their version of it, right? Yep. Because when you're looking for a fence, you're going to find it.
1: You're right. So you absolutely will. It's just interesting. That is absurd, man. Yeah. That is absurd. I cannot believe that. Yeah. Too white and too rich to, yep. to, rep- to be the faces of Dungeons & Dragons. That's... <laughs> uh-huh.
2: So there's that. Just Uh, be, you know. I don't know. Go ahead. The 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 irony of that thing, and it it is truly irony, is that they were that way when they became the face Mm -hmm. of DAD. That very, not very early on, all of them are voice actors, and multiple of them. Just so you know, an anime called Dragon Ball Z. Has multiple of those people that are on that show because of Laura Bailey are a part of that. They are very well off. They Did you know her husband
0: well. actually has more acting credits as, in a big, as a bigger voice actor than her? Mm-hmm. You don't hear it. He's he's been over three hundred things and won like multiple awards. Yeah. He's like considered the most successful of them as far as voice acting wow. overall. But you wouldn't know that because nope. recently it'd be like Matt and her probably because mm-hmm. of uh, Last of Us, for instance, for uh,
2: her. Yeah, for her, it would be Last of Us. And for him, it's it's Overwatch. It's Overwatch yeah. Overwatch is probably his biggest credit at this point, I would say, for Matt Mercer. And then Travis. Travis has just been everywhere. And Laura's actually got him in quite a few doors because eventually, like while she was pregnant, like she didn't do as much stuff, which was actually kind of cool. Right where, like, now, he's mad said,
0: at you because you're implying his career is based on her.
2: Well, no, I don't think it's based off hey, of her. Hey,
0: William, go with him, man.
2: I don't think that at all. He's <laughs> No, Travis, because, I mean,
0: Travis, that's your name. William Ham, just
2: man. just because they wouldn't look your way because of your wife, and then you walked in there, and then you owned the show quite literally.
0: He's trying to save it, Travis. <laughs> he's trying, he he's trying, trying tires, to save it. The reality. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. It's 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 your they ha- they were like that. That's what I mean. Eventually, they turn on you. Last but not least, completely shift gears. Yeah. <laughs> <Page> is turning. <laughs> Wasn't pages turning? But it could be. Uh, we're at an cr- interesting place, man. So I can't go too much in detail, but we may Uh be limited in our options at our church. I mean, the church sponsors the show. Gotcha. Growing pretty, pretty crazy. It's been cool. It's been a blessing to be, um, to see the consistent growth we have now. Okay. I mean, it's, I don't want to talk too much numbers, guys, but trust me. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, you know, those of you that aren't here locally, it's been, it's been surreal and certainly exciting and scary and, and it's, it's all glory to God. You know, it's not us. That being said. We have to we may have to be considering guys this is the first time you me say this, you know, until because building a bigger place is a long term goal. But in the yeah. meantime, we may have to do try to look at two services already. That's that's wild to think about. Yeah. So I guess a lot of stress comes with that for me. Yeah. I just thought about that this morning and got asked that I was like, what point do we consider two services? And in my mind, I never knew this and it's sort of unrealistic. I kept telling myself, oh, well, we'll do that once we max out the place. And I was like, well, you can't do that. You can't wait till you're maxed out because then it's too late. <laughs> hmm. And we're getting there, you know, in our, in our sanctuary at one time. So, yeah, trying to, uh, you know, trying to consider that, consider the weight that's going to put on volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just be praying for us, guys. We really do just want to honor God and follow God and pray for protection. Hmm. Um, you know, a lot of our attacks have come from, anyway, just pray for protection. We need that and guidance. Absolutely. So, just a lot, of, lot, lot going on, so this section this segment went a little longer than normal, but hope mm-hmm. you guys got something out of that. And yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> moving on to the stuff that matters, which is your lives and your questions. That's right. <clears throat> so I'll go first. Okay. Question one, AJ. Yeah. It's a long one. Do you feel like after so many big mess-ups that God stops letting us be his disciples, or would it be your own doings that take away from our ability to run from Jesus. Uh, I I don't know, I'm I'm trying to... For instance, you sin, and the repercussions of that sin then cause you to be bedridden, so now, then you are confined by your own doings, making it harder for you to do God's work, not necessarily at His will, but Him having to change your route because you put yourself there with your own decisions. I don't know if this makes any sense, but I hope I got the point across.
1: So, I know it's a little wordy, but I would say the big thing is that uh, we choose to not follow. Like, God would not... So he would not let us stop being his disciples. Like once God, you know, I think about the idea of like, he's like, I'll never let go of one of these, mm-hmm. you know, that that I have. So I don't think God would let us go in that sense. Um, but uh, our sin has earthly consequences. That's yeah. kind of how I look That's at it. a good way it. to put it. You man. know, our, so what we do and our, the choices we make, you know. Can affect our life. Exactly. So using yeah. your example of like we, we become bedridden, so, you know, we can't, it makes it harder for us to do God's work. That, that's just the consequence of our sin. That's not God mm. making us not be his disciple. That's not God trying to take our ability from us to be, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's not it. If anything, that's God still giving us chances to...
0: In the midst of that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's almost yeah. like we may, we may end up, because of a decision, taking this really long route, yeah. we're still going to end up in the same place if we put our trust and faith in him. Exactly. It's just going to be harder and longer because of our decisions. That's good, Yep, man. 100%. You know, if
1: you're on a highway... Um, you know, mm. you're on a highway and, you know, the path is not straight, you know, the, the highway straight, but there's exits, and sometimes we take exits we shouldn't take, but there's always a way to get back, back on, mm-hmm. on the way, on, mm-hmm. the, on the narrow, straight path, I should say. If you're a disciple, yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, man.
0: Yep. Great question. question thank you. you, guys.
1: Question for you, Toddy B. Deuteronomy 21, 22, and 23, is that, and the question is, is that why they pulled the bodies down from the crosses and didn't leave them hanging after death? Or would that be different since it was the Romans that hung Jesus on the cross?
0: Now I know this section, but I'm going to read it to you guys because I feel like we should when <clears throat> specific questions get asked. So the, mm-hmm. the section it says, <clears throat> is. He said, 21.": Yep, okay. Deuteronomy 21, 22 and 23. It says, well that can't be right, unless I'm sound crazy. Deuteronomy 21, mm-hmm. verses 22 and
1: 23. They get a mix up, maybe.
0: Uh, oh, 22 and 23. Okay, yep. my bad. I was looking at 21. If anyone is found guilty of an offense deserving the death penalty and is executed, and you hang his body on a tree, you are not to leave his corpse on the tree overnight, but to bury him that day. For anyone hung on a tree is under God's curse. You must not defile the land the Lord your God has given you as an inheritance. So, hmm. um, yeah, the hanging on a tree was not crucifixion here, by the way. Hmm. Okay? This is literally hanging on a tree. Yeah. Uh, and its purpose was partially to, to shame other people, to shame the person who committed a capital offense because of the grossness of their crimes. So then it kind of gives like a warning to other people. Gotcha. Right? Now, the Romans did use this concept, right? But they weren't crucifying here. This was literally so this, hanging. So this
1: is two different things, essentially. This is... It's
0: the a similar concept as far as trying to shame people and scare them, but yeah. Gotcha. So... Um, <clears throat> So what they're essentially saying was that person is cursed in the sense that they're, they're kind of a special object of God's wrath. They've done something so bad that now they are publicly, not only have they died, but they've been made an example, right? Yep. And um, and then, of course, as we know back then, when you did a sin like that and you didn't punish it, it affected, like God was trying to get people to understand the effects of sin, right? Whole, cleanly, um, being holy and unholy yeah. and cleanliness and uncleanness. So part of the reason they took it down was because there's other verses. After a certain while, think about this beautiful land you're given, and now you see a bunch of corpses hanging all over the place with yeah. birds eating them. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Does that not spoil the beauty? And doesn't it give kind of an image of like <laughs> something being ruined? So they pull them <laughs> down for that reason because at that point, and then that falls onto the, falls onto the earth, you know, and the, God was trying to make a point of like, listen, you've been given this land. Mm-hmm. and treat it right, and it is a gift, and we're not going to let this this sin be what we identify this land with. That's good. That makes sense? Absolutely. So that's why. Would it be different to the Romans? That's probably why they took his body down, partially too, to to honor him, right? Uh, meaning the disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, because they had to make a deal to do that, get his body so he didn't just hang there and let birds eat him and stuff. Um, so there's there's some probably the thought behind that, but the Romans did it for hung him on the cross for the same reason, in the sense that they, hung, they crucified people to make an example, but it wasn't because of Jewish law. Does that gotcha. make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. I love the, love the question. I love yeah. that you're reading Deuteronomy. Not one a lot of people read. It's true. I, All I, right.
1: I, I've never read through Deuteronomy.
0: Number two, I get it. I haven't read anything. <laughs> How can I hold my kids accountable to God's word? I don't feel like I'm doing a good job, and I don't want them to be the typical, quote, grew up in church, end quote, Christians, who do what they want and then ask forgiveness later or even think that they're above it all just because they grew up in church. Mm. So
1: my first thought, I had a couple, well, I had three, three thoughts. The first one is you, you need to read with them. I think reading the Bible with them is going to give them uh, a place to ask questions, and also I think it will give them, the, it gives them the example of you as a parent, of what you do, because your, your kids are watching you. So, like, if they see that you're serious enough to read the Bible with them, I think that's going to make it more And important. to live it out. If you, Are yes, you living it out? Exactly. Yeah. Gives them that example. Um, ask them questions, too. Um, I think it's okay. I think that... Leading in, in the example of asking them questions, what they think things mean, I think that's going to provide a natural a natural tendency for them to also ask you questions. They're going to feel comfortable asking you questions if you're willing to ask them questions. Because mm. um, I think, you know, kids are still like, like you always say, kids are like many adults. Yeah. Like, they want to be heard. Yeah. So, you know, if you're reading the Bible and you just kind of like, you know, go through, th- go through it and then don't allow them, to ask questions or you don't ask them questions about what they think. They're either just going to blindly accept this thing without fully understanding it. Or, you know, maybe they do have thoughts, but they don't feel comfortable asking because you haven't given them that outlet. Um, My last point is, is pretty straightforward, but just be a parent. Um, You know, don't as far as like, you know, holding them accountable to God's word, but also just in general for your kids, just be a parent. Like, you know, for me, I guess I'll use my own life. Like I love my parents and I think they, they provided for me, but you know, at times they, instead of being a parent to me, they were more my friend. And that meant making me comfortable instead of teaching me. So like in these moments, just be a parent and, and, and teach them and like show them with your own example. And like, you know, don't, don't allow your own discomfort of being a parent, make them comfortable. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Like, cause it can be uncomfortable having a parent a kid. Like,
0: so yeah, like, I think your point yeah, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, that's really all I Yeah, I think you're 100 <laughs> percent
0: right, man. I think and that kids are smart. Are you living it out or is it just church? That's good. And what do you have these conversations with them, not just leave it to your youth pastor? Do you have conversations about God, the Bible, why you do what you do? Do you repent when you sin? Mm. Do you give an example of asking for forgiveness, both of sometimes your kids and your and your spouse? Do you do you are you consistent? Mm. That's the biggest thing. And sometimes consistency means being consistent and admitting when you're not consistent, you know. So I like that. Anyway,
1: it's good. Um, <clears throat> you're up. Yep. So we're back in Deuteronomy. Somebody was someone was reading through Deuteronomy had a lot of questions apparently. Yeah. So it says in Deuteronomy 25, it talks about being whipped as punishment for a crime. This isn't talked about in our history classes as a punishment, but as a thing they did to slaves, which slaves, even in the Bible, were not determined by their color, but captured through war. When and why do you think whipping was changed to make it about color
0: and punishment instead of discipline? Uh, that's a hard question. So It's sort of subjective as far mm-hmm. as I don't know all the reasons. I will say that <clears throat> whipping, you know, if you have a slave, you're not going to want to kill them. Mm-hmm. That's an investment. That's how these slave owners viewed it. They viewed them as livestock. Yeah. So you're not going to go out because, and this is terrible, but this is how they viewed it. You're not going to go out and kill your good horse because it damaged your... Uh you know, kick the stall. Yeah. Same, they viewed it the same way. So they want to hurt them, you know, like you might whip a horse, but you're not going to kill it. Sure. And teach them a lesson. And I'm sure they did justify it by using the Bible. We all know that. Slave owners gave versions of the Bible to the slaves where they took out things, right? They did. Man, that's evil. Yeah. Man. And um uh, so uh, I don't know when it was changed. I think people still whip people. They whipped them in... Uh, you know, I th- but I think that's the reason, if you ask me, why whipping was specifically used mm-hmm. on slaves was because the value of a slave, despite what they tell you, and sometimes we're made to believe, <laughs> slave owners didn't just run around killing their slaves willy-nilly. They treated them terribly. You know, they were slave, Slavery's wrong, but they didn't kill them all the time because that would be a—this is terrible. They viewed that as a waste of money. It makes sense. You know what I mean. I mean, they paid it, like for it. It is yeah. terrible, but it makes sense. Yeah, That's like the way that they acted. Yeah, Because yeah. They had justified treating these people like they weren't people, which mm. is terrible. Anyway, good question. All right. <clears throat> The fact that you had me read this one is somewhat awkward, but I will read it.
1: <laughs> Sunday involves your name.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sunday sermon, and because it's about sermon, Sunday sermon was so good and really impacted my heart. So thank you for your boldness to speak truth, Todd. Anyway, I'm listening to it again right now. Listening to it again right now, and I had a thought that I was curious about. Do you think that part of the reason that Elijah was so scared after being so bold, calling down fire from heaven, is because he trusted? God to use him for others and for the kingdom, the public display of power to embarrass followers, but he struggled to trust that God cared and would come through for just him. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Jezebel and Ahab were coming after him and him alone, and maybe Elijah got so scared because he struggled to understand that God cared for him, I mean, as an individual, even when he wasn't in front of a crowd or leading. I thought, I happen to know you two pretty well, so even if my thought is wrong in the context, does this thought encourage you? God cares for you. Even when you aren't on stage or on camera or leading in some capacity, he sees and loves you. This encourages me, and I just pray it does for you as well. Be courageous. Stay strong. You matter. You are seen. Mm. Well, thank you so much for the encouragement. Yes. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think sometimes I can view myself as just a, a mule. Like, I'm here to just serve, and, like, God, you know, I get to serve the kingdom, but he, he, I'm on my own. You know, when it comes yep. to people attacking me or hating me, and so actually, when when I read your words, and I mean this genuinely, it really impacted my heart. Even though I was reading, because it it did make my heart feel glad to know, you know, he does love me, and that, that's an encouraging thing. So, thank you for so much, genuinely, because it is hard, especially when you're hated by quote Christians end quote. You know, oh, absolutely, man, because they are the loudest ones, the hateful ones. That, that
1: yes, and like, it, thank you. Thank you, because I I I didn't think of it that way. You know, I had the thought earlier. You know, I, I kind of shared in the first part of the show, you know, about your sermon and like how it did impact me and how it made Elisha so much more relatable to me in my life. And um, your viewpoint, whoever whoever you know, put this in here, makes makes even more sense to me. Like, yeah, he he was willing to do these bold things. Because, you know, he he realized, he recognized, you know, the power and being able to, to God using him for the kingdom. But when Mm -hmm. it it came to just him, yeah, he hid because he's like, how, you know, how can that even be, you know, how can that even be a thing? It's like, yeah. So I I can have that, just like what you said. Like, I can relate to that because, you know, I've had these moments of boldness and God using me. But then when it comes to me and my problems or how I feel or, you know, if something's, you know, someone's coming after me or or whatever, whatever the concept would be or the situation, like, yeah. I would want to hide because I tend to think, yeah, like, you know, God can use me, but does he see me? It's Mm, like, mm,
0: that's a good way to put it. Yeah.
1: I'm good enough to be used, but not necessarily seen or loved. Exactly. So I appreciate you saying that because it does encourage me, you know, that despite, you know, it makes me think of the verse and I can't, I can never think of the reference, but you know, it's like, you know, God, God will use us according to, you know, his, you know, for his good, his purposes. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't not love us. Like God isn't just using us. If anything, it's a privilege, Like God is God and he's perfect and he's made all this and he's chosen us to, you know, tell his message and and he's chosen us to use us for his message. Mm. That's beautiful. Mm. And like, you know, he does that despite our sin. And that's that that makes it even more beautiful that he's chosen an imperfect, broken people to do that. And Mm. so it's like, you know, I can see if we're willing to see what that really is him doing that, that act itself is love. Like, that is loving us.
0: So, yeah. That's I agree, great, man. Yeah. Great point, by the way. Um, and then just really good stuff that you took from this yeah. one who wrote that. Thank you.
1: And I know they mentioned, like, contextually, if that
0: was right. Do you think contextually that is right? I think it's spot on, yeah. Nice. Probably. I mean, we don't, we're not in Elijah's head, but it's pretty obvious that he was afraid. You know, oh, absolutely.
1: Hmm. All right. So, we got... This is an article. Um, this was from March 2nd of this year. Uh, it's a... Uh, It says social media won't talk about it, but this should be uh, common sense since kids shouldn't be exposed to this kind of stuff at such a young age, let alone not having the brain fully developed to make such choices. So it was, it was a It was in Tennessee. Um, and it was a, uh, a a ban on affirming, uh, trans youth drag shows sort of deal here let me get to it yeah
0: so essentially the headline is from i believe it's cbs news is tennessee governor signs laws banning gender affirming care for minors and restricting drag shows this is actually a while ago yes part of what led i think to the craziness that happened there i don't remember mm-hmm. but <clears throat> tennessee's uh republican governor bill lee on thursday signed legislation banning minors from receiving gen- <laughs> now remember this is slanted so the way they say this is going to make it sound like a bad thing. Yep. From receiving, quote, gender-affirming care, despite threats from civil rights organizations vowed to sue if when about becomes law. They also signed another law restricting drag shows from taking place in public or in front of the children. Yep. Um, I think that, I, you know... There's I, nothing wrong with that. I don't know what you want me to say, yeah, yep. other than... Um, we agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Uh, the legislation spells out exceptions. Um, so I don't know, it's just pretty interesting. Similar bills have advanced in Nebraska, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Utah, uh same thing. Um, <clears throat> anyway, there's just a lot going on. And when <clears throat> the other one is uh they became the first state Tennessee, in the country to sign a bill banning public drag performances by classifying them as adult cabaret, which along with topless nights go, we dancers out at strippers. And that's true. Do we allow strippers to just strip in the uh strip in the streets? No. So why don't. would we allow this? Exactly. I so mean, I think I, it's common sense. Yeah, we're like with you. Yeah. All right. It's me, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, actually, I only have one more left. We might get there. Hello, friends. I wanted to let you know from the... I'm sorry. I'm going to start over. Hello, friends. I wanted to let you know... I'm going to try that again because I can't stand... I can't say it right. Hello, friends. I wanted to let you know that the last episode of Real Talk is one of my favorites. Mm. I wanted to encourage you both to keep doing what you're doing. You're telling people the truth of what they need to hear. This world is a dark place. Thank you both for standing for what you believe in and being a light. Love you both. Mm. Love you,
1: too. Thank you so much. Um, you know, it's funny. I guess it poses a question for me, you know, for those of you who listen to Pod Squad and whatnot, you know, all you who are outside of just our church that sponsors the show, because I do see you and I do care about you. Uh, <laughs> I tend to not acknowledge you. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> You know, do you guys actually like longer episodes? Because that's probably the longest episode we've ever done. And if this is one of your favorites, I mean, that's cool. And honestly, it puts less pressure on us to have to feel like we're rushing through stuff. So, I mean, if you guys actually like long-form stuff like a two-hour episode, please let us know in the link because, you know,
0: I'm, I'm open to that. Well, this one's going to be long. Yeah, Also, exactly. I think we could go back and forth. I, there's something to be said about the half-hour ones we used to do when we first started, too. It's true. Where we just got to business. Anyway, thank you. Yes, um, thank you. And it's, I want to address them. So I looked at the last episode, and I say this all the time, I looked even grumpier than normal. <laughs> but we both looked exhausted and tired. And I was, uh, if you look, you'll see a red spot where I kept pushing my head. That's because I had a migraine. Yeah, like, <clears throat> from, I ended up going to the doctor and I'm on the inbox for a uh, science infection. But anyway, it's so funny that people like those episodes because I watched them again. I was like, well, people are going to hate this. So, <laughs> thank you so much for the encouragement. We really do. Listen, all jokes aside, we mm-hmm. need this encouragement because sometimes yeah, we, do. we don't know if it's a, useful to people at all, right? Like yeah. we don't know. And that can lead to discouragement for us, which is true. <laughs> we shouldn't let it, but it does. It, all right you're, right,
1: you're up, man. <clears throat> all right. So next question we got here it says, So I hope this makes sense. I've been struggling with feeling conviction. Uh, maybe shame, for things I shouldn't. Like Todd, you'll talk about people not coming to church and how they should, and I feel convicted about it, even though I almost never miss church. Could it just be uncomfortableness for, quote, conflict? I feel the same way when you talk about tithing, even though my husband and I are diligent tithers.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think if you're doing something, but you feel guilty, so it'd be like, hey, any, you, know, you, you all need to clean your living room. Yeah. I'm making this up, and then yours is clean, and you feel guilty about it. Yeah, that's that's a that's a guilt complex, for lack of a better yeah, word. Yeah, actually, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good call. I would, I, th- I think it's really good. So, you, you probably don't you feel uncomfortable because it feels like, let's say, in that instance, I'm calling the other people out, and you don't like the conflict of that. When the truth is, I'm not, I mean, I'm calling the, people out, but not necessarily an individual. You that's good, I mean? man. Like, um, just
1: having that, like, uh, the discomfort of just having like truth being
0: told. Yeah, truth, truth. Can be difficult to hear, even if you're even the if one you're following, following it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good.
1: Huh? This My guy's bet, never so. let me finish. I'm sorry. I've literally, about to literally in eternity. I'm so he sorry. Never lets me finish. Things.
0: I just, I get excited. Just so, you, but he does this in in our own conversations. I do. As well, I do. <coughs> I'm so sorry. That's all right. I do it too sometimes.
1: That's uh, when you know. I, that's that's a little AJ insider info. If I end up finishing your own sentences, sometimes it's because I'm just excited to be talking. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
0: ridiculous. <laughs> uh, oh, it's all right, man. I do it too. Yep. Uh, one.
1: <clears> I mean, it's not a not fun right noise. Uh. So, are you gonna read that? Or? Oh yeah, my bad. So next question. Uh, why is hope referred to as, quote, he in the Bible? Like, first, the, in the, the example they use is 1 Corinthians 1 9. Well, 1
0: Corinthians 1 9 is, I'm making sure I'm double checking here. God is faithful. You were called by him into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. There's no mention of hope being, um, that's not talking about hope. So, you were called by him into fellowship with his son, meaning God the Father called you into fellowship, right, with mm-hmm. his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So, through the Holy Spirit, so that that's that he in this case is God. It's not hope. Yep. Um, and typically, yeah. I, so I'm not sure if there's a mix up in the verses because um, mm. I'm not even seeing hope mentioned in this section. Uh, so those sanctified both our Lord, thank you, Jesus, to grace and rich in every way, speech, this way, the testimony. Unless you're just meaning it is a hopeful section. Ah. But yeah, that be. it's just talking. It doesn't mention hope. It's that that he is God there. Mm. Um, But sometimes, man, I'm going to forget the phrase. Where's the old English in me? (sighs) Old English, I like it. Essentially, you're giving, somebody out there is going to, personification. There we go. You're giving human characteristics to a thought or idea, and the reason we do that is to help us understand it more sometimes, right? It's just, that's why poets and people do that, is to help us grasp an understanding that it can affect our lives. So like in, in Proverbs, it'll mention temptation, right? Sometimes as um, or desire as, a, as this beautiful woman, right? Yeah. Because sort of, that's what a temptation feels like, right? It feels like it's, 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 it, it is beautiful on the outside of mm-hmm. what it looks like. so. Anyway. Be considered a literary tactic. There you go. Nice. <clears throat> go I, ahead, I, I know I words up sometimes. Again.
1: Yep. Uh, Todd, why is life so hard even when you keep your eyes on God? Why does it still feel so hopeless?
0: Sin. This world's broken, and mm. we're not from this world, and we know it. And, um, you know, it's hard to live. It'd be hard enough if everyone followed Jesus. even harder when they don't. There's hurt and disease and death and fear and anxiety, and it's just, it's just hard, and it feels hopeless. Mm. And, this, and I can struggle with this, so I'm, I relate to you here. It feels hopeless when we let this... And I mean this. Please, please. I know this is a Christianese phrase, but it's helped me this week, and maybe it'll help you. So I say that so you slow your mind down and don't just blow it off. For me... When I look at my circumstances more than I look at reality. And I tend to only look at bad circumstances. So when I let I n- hard circumstances become the number one thing in my life versus... Because think about it. You, you, we tend to focus on those more than good things just naturally. At least oh, yeah. I do. And when I do that, of course it's going to feel hopeless because it feels like all the bad things are piling up. Yep. Great so, way to put it, dude. Um, it's hard. We got to keep... Keeping our eyes on God doesn't mean we're always going to feel it. It just means we focus on the truth and... My biggest advice to you, and I'm still on this same path, is actually do what he told you to do, even when it doesn't feel like it's doing anything. Reading the Word, going to church, being in a community, repenting of sin, you know, loving people, all those things. And I keep coming back to that. You know, we've got to do what he said before we can complain. So. That's good, man. I love that.
1: Uh, <clears throat> and. The next question we have, which I think, is that the last question? The last one. Man. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, we did we did catch up. Um, this I believe this is referring to your sermon from Sunday because I believe you did preach a little bit out of 1 Kings. Is that correct? hmm Nice. So it says, um, I just read 1 Kings 20 today. Can you help me understand why God is so mer- merciful to Ahab and, and delivers him from death in battles against Ben-Hadad? Uh, I know we don't get grace from works and it's freely given, but Ahab has been so wicked and doesn't even show any repentance at all and Jesus still delivered Israel under the rule of King Ahab from wars. But yet Moses is not allowed to enter the promised land because he doubted Jesus with the rock and water coming out of it.
0: <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, so the, you're, the comparison at the end, it was easy for me to answer this for you until the comparison then where you're trying to compare Moses and, and Ahab. Mm-hmm. Ahab... Why did it allow you said God was merciful to Ahab and delivered him from death in battles. That was for Israel, not for Ahab. Mm, and that's good. That man. was for Israel, the good of Israel, right? Moses' choice. And by the way, Ahab did not get away. His personal sin did end up leading to his death. But interesting before that, that there was a moment where Ahab repented before that, where God spared him for a while. Before he allowed it to happen, it's very interesting, or at least showed some remorse. Huh. Anyway, it just shows the heart of God. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and when Ahab is being king in a battle where it's Israel against another place, if he allowed all of like, the king to fall, then all the people would be in chaos. And then what? Then Israel is lost. Yeah. God made a promise to Israel, <sighs> made a promise to the people. He's not going to allow one person's evil, necessarily in this case, right? To destroy the whole. Promise he made to them, even if that leader's not being faithful to him. Ahab was held accountable for his individual sin. He died and had dogs lick his blood up, oh. right? He died from a random arrow in a battle that struck him. He died on the field of battle, and then dogs were licking his blood up, which is what God told him was going to happen. Wow. So it, it's a difference between the moment when the personal sin and then, you know, allowing that to affect all of Israel because God mm-hmm. had made that covenant and God wasn't going to allow. God wasn't going to allow Israel to fall because the king had a poor decision. And you're like, well, Todd, what about all the other times they fell? That's because the country in itself, Israel, had turned to false God. A lot of them, right? And and a lot of things happened. And God's ways are higher than ours. And Israel ends up being punished for that, too, for a while, right? Or having to live with the consequences of that. But he never fully gives up on them because he made a covenant with them. That's good. And he won't to this day, right? And part of that is because his promise. (sighs) So anyway, that's good, man. That doesn't mean that individual pe- Jews, though, it's not all individual Jews aren't going to heaven. If they don't put their faith in the Messiah, but the country itself as a nation, he made a promise to that nation. Yep. So that's because good. of his promise to Abraham, that's you know, partially, partially, so man. it's pretty crazy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I <clears> hope it, it, that it answers your question. That's a great question, though. Um, AJ, I think it'd be good to, to talk about this and you can kind of be the one I'll ask the question. Okay. So we got this article sent. It was really a question. Um, in a huge article. We don't necessarily have to read the article. Did you get a chance to read the D&D one? Yes, I did. So the question is this. I hope you read the whole article. It said D&D question. I hope you read the, or- the whole article, and their thing is just some things to think about when playing D&D. Mm-hmm. And it goes through this, this whole thing here. Yep. And just want to get your thoughts on that. The it's interesting.
1: And- um, it's interesting because, first off, I know that we've had... and People know by now that we... We are nerdy and we like to play D D. We we like the game Dungeons and Dragons. We play it. It's fun. We you know, and we it's a great way to have community. Um, and that's actually one of the things this, this article touches on. But um, a lot of the time when people send us stuff about Dungeons and Dragons, it's usually negative. It's usually Correct. them trying to tell us that it's evil, it's demonic, you shouldn't play it. Um, and here's the thing. This article itself, and it's funny because it's hard to tell whoever sent this article, it's hard to tell if they were trying to get us to see it's still evil. But they didn't read the whole article because there is parts where it actually says, "Hey, here's the reasons why Christians could play it for it to be a good thing." So it actually kind of goes from both sides. Um, but you know, I see again my final, I guess my final thought on on this giant article is that yes, we can use it as community, and we can use it as a as a uh, a, a point to get plugged into a a group of people that usually doesn't get plugged into for Christians. Mm. We can use that to go, you know, again, the kind of, you know, using Jesus as the example, how he goes to the sinners, right? He goes to those places that other people wouldn't go. You know, this community of Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing games and all this stuff, like that's a place that Christians do not go into. They just don't. Um, and that's a great opportunity for us, um, to show some light in a lot of darkness. Um, so that's, that's one thought. The other thought is, like, personal conviction, you know, like, use your personal conviction about playing role-playing games such as Dungeons & Dragons, you know, I know some of the examples that are given here is that the game uses, you know, real demonic names of some of the entities that exist inside of this game, and, you know, they take it from the Bible and blah, 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 that's, yeah, sure, there's truth to that, you don't have to use that, you know, I know, like, again, you know, Use your own personal convictions. Do I think it's smart to do that? No, you shouldn't, especially as a Christian. But, like, again, a game's a game. You can change the names of some of these beings. <laughs> like So uh, there's easy fixes to that. Um, but, again, pointing back to, I, to me, it's using your own personal Personal conviction. It's just like watching Harry Potter. You know, if you can't handle the the idea of this magical school who has spells and all this stuff, like and it messes with your faith, don't watch it. It's the same as Dungeons and Dragons. If you cannot play Dungeons and Dragons without it making you question your faith and all these things, then don't play it. Exactly. Um, but again, like that's why we are the body, though. It makes me think of the body of Christ. You know, some people, you know, using the analogy of, a, of an alcoholic. You know, an alcoholic might get saved by Christ. You know, c- you know, doesn't doesn't mean that alcoholics should go back into bars and try to talk about Christ. Maybe it depends on how they can handle it. But if they can't, that doesn't make them any less a Christian, and it doesn't Absolutely. make you know. But that doesn't mean also the other guy over here who maybe doesn't have alcoholism. Mm. He doesn't suffer from that. It doesn't mean he should not. Why can't he go into the bar? and 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 preach Jesus to those people that need it. So like it's part of the body. You know, if we as Christians say, you know, us right now, we can play Dungeons and Dragons and we can make it a light to people, why not? You know? So
0: I think it's I don't think I say any better, man. Do you think overall this was meant to be a positive?
1: It's hard for me to
0: tell because like (laughs) the guy the guy the article's interesting because it does give good points on both sides. Yes. So it's a great article whoever sent it to us. But I guess we shouldn't assume you're I guess your motive, though I don't know. I will say this. Well, the hard
1: part is, is anytime anyone's ever sent us anything about Dungeons yeah, and Dragons, it's, it's been negative. Yeah, but so. this
0: guy does end with some positives. I would agree. Man, you made me think of one thing I was going to say. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I if you, I'm a bit. Oh yeah, I know what I was going to say. I'm a big believer lately, man. I said this last year around oh. Halloween, and I know this isn't a conviction, of everyone. And I do believe what AJ said is right. If you feel conviction from the Holy Spirit not to do something, that includes we we answered a question about horror movies last week. Mm -hmm. Certain like there's certain movies I won't watch because I feel convicted. Don't play the game. If you if your mind views it as real rituals and real summoning and all this crazy stuff, don't (laughs) do not do that. I agree. Um, And that goes same for Pokemon or Digimon, right? I'm summoning like whatever it is. But I'll say this: I'm a It's hard for me. I don't like the idea of constantly giving ground to the enemy and saying that he owns things just because of the wording. Like Halloween last year. Like I think, man, God can redeem stuff. Oh yeah. He can cleanse it, salvage it. So and it can be used for the glory of God. So, you know, sometimes that's hard for me to just say. And I think some people are just so quick to be like, no, 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 that's of the devil. And it's like, man, is it? Like, Mm. why? What makes it that way? And again, when that would be no different than me. And again, maybe this person wasn't doing that. But the yeah. people that are hardline against it and think you're wrong, I would say, well, what if I said you're weak in your faith because you can't play it? Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's what Paul warns us against. No, yep. it's not. I think it's great that we share warnings. And I think you should, right? Sure. We should, we, this, I don't mind the dialogue. Me either. Just be careful in your heart and to trust you know, your, your fellow believers. And we got a lot of flack for our nerd night. For allowing Mm -hmm. people, to but guess what? It was fruitful. There were people that came that weren't in this church that couldn't believe, and there's going to be more than next that that a church would have that, and it it can lead to some fruitful things. So, if anything, pray for those people, and and and, uh, yeah. So I love the way you said it, though, man. I don't have anything else to add. Nice, and thank you so much for the article. It really was. (laughs) I like what I like about the article is it gave the cons, like the the things people are worried about, and it gives the positives. Yep, you're right. Good article. Hey, this is a great show, man. It was loved it. Fun turn. What do you think of the show?
2: <laughs> I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot.
0: <laughs> nice. Fun turn has to sit back there and listen to us jabber the whole time. So true, I appreciate man. him. Well, yeah, thanks, it, thanks for listening to our jabber.
2: Oh yeah. I I I listen. I I look up random things that you guys talk about. I I jump on and look at other articles sometimes while you're jabbering <laughs> as well. Or I'm here. like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I have articles already for you guys for next week. Like, uh, I'll drop one down. Like, uh, they they have a whole thing where they talk about nefarious on Christian Post. So, mm-hmm. which, which is,
1: uh, you know what actually the give it a little bit of a shameless plug, you know, that movie, that new movie, Nefarious, that just came out, Dude, you know, that is,
2: that. Uh, I want to know a
1: lady 100%. message. I know I told you a lady yeah. message our, our church page about it, which I, I'm going to be honest. When I first saw Nefarious and someone messaged us, I thought it was going to be something bad, but if she was actually encouraging us to watch it, which is really cool. Um, you know, I was able to ask her, like, so is it, does it stay true that it does actually like contain a Christian message? And She said, yes, it does. So that's oh, really yeah. exciting. Um, so, you know, if, if anybody's out there that is into more of like, you know, the thriller, the thriller genre of movie slash horror thriller, thriller of genre, you know, this is a cool movie that actually has a Christian message behind it and uh, pretty cool. So if you guys are open to that, I'd suggest go to watch it. I'm excited mm-hmm. to watch it. So
2: uh, and we'll I- check it out. If you, you get on Christian Post today, like, like you guys after this, if you get on Christian Post, they have mm-hmm. a whole little article about it or even looking up uh, what they have on it, and they talk about it, and they even bring up like some, uh, like what the idea of what the movie was brought up by, and like yeah. another psychologist who actually first experienced he was an atheist psychologist, and he uh-huh. had a patient, and then he realized, he's like, I don't think that this person actually has any psychosis at all, and it said that that like the person stopped and said, I'm a demon, and looks at him, and he goes, and then he's now a Christian now, and he actually went and reviewed the movie, and he was talking about it, and he's like... That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> that's like, wild. This is, this is this is a really good... Like, it has a better message than what people realize, and, like, it does show things, like, how scary this actually is. That's awesome. And the reality of the situation. It's terrifyingly is awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: so that's cool, man. So, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. You know, if anybody, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, go give it a shot. You know, even if even if, you know, horror movies make you a little uncomfortable like maybe you can learn take something from it take the re you know maybe you can take the the reality of what we're living in so pretty cool
0: yeah i like it a lot uh i i i'm excited to see that because i it is it is a christian film which is hard yeah. for people to to fathom yeah <laughs> to make a horror movie that's christian like yeah. <laughs> anyway move your, move all right folks well what'd you say
2: movie review next week
0: yeah maybe maybe any thoughts man Uh, just thank
1: you guys so much. You know, I know we... We, kind of, we had a pretty good talk this last, you know, episode about how, you know, there's been some weirdness and stuff. And, like, I just want to say, like, to those of you who have consistently listened, thank you so much for, for just dealing with that. And, like, dealing with us being weird and, like, me being strange and, like, not being able to talk, you know. I will say, like, I do feel encouraged. Like, I do feel like I am turning a corner of, like, feeling, quote, more regular and normal than I have been. So, like, thank you guys so much for just bearing with us through that time um, and just still listening and, and you know for the real ones thank you so much for you know giving to the show you know i know a lot of the time you guys are giving to it because you believe in the mission and that means so much to me personally mm-hmm. thank you so much um if you guys are watching this from any sort of uh video platform that includes facebook youtube or rumble please give it a share just let people know why you're watching it let them know what it is and you know tell them hey there's even an opportunity to to ask a question anonymously so you know just we need questions guys you know i think we're actually fully caught back up which is crazy mm-hmm. to say so for anybody who has been waiting for you know an answer to a question we are caught up so uh please watch this yep. so hey
0: um, bring him in man give, give us more we that's right
1: always keep asking questions you know that's what the show is all about to provide, provide a platform for you guys to ask those questions that are hard mm-hmm. to ask anybody else and that you know we want to answer but to the, to the best of our ability so love you guys appreciate you thanks for watching you're awesome
0: Awesome. All right. Well, hey, I guess that's it, right? I mean, you guys kind of did it like you took over that part, which I appreciate. Yeah, uh, we love you a lot, guys. Listen, I know we we share a lot of our struggles mm. with you, and we do that intentionally. And it's not because we want to make you down and you know or tear you down. And I and I want to give us some credit because I. We're hard on ourselves. We, a lot of it is we don't necessarily, it doesn't mean because we share something with you that we're living out of that all the time. It's good. We're just trying to let you know that you're not alone and sometimes struggling or having doubts or sad days or depression and, and you know, those kinds of things. And that's what we hope to do here. We're not trying to be a negative influence on you. We're just trying to give you, you know, uh, hope that there is hope and that God doesn't leave you even in those, in those valleys. So Mm. God loves you. It's all real. Mm. It's all real. Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth existed. Everything boils down to this simple question for you right now, tonight, today, as you get off the show, podcast, whether it's now or 10 years from now. Who is he? Mm. That's the question. Is he a crazy guy? Is he a liar? Or is he who he said he was, the son of God? And if you can't say that he's not a liar or a lunatic, then you're left to deal with this. He only gives you one other option, that he is the son of God and that... Um, You can have hope, forgiveness from your sins, salvation through him um, by putting your faith in him. That's the truth. We hope you guys have a great day. Pray for us. Pray for protection for us. We do for you. We love you so much. Have a great day. God bless.